Hello, Savannah. It's your girl, Sheree Darian, with another episode of Courageous Conversations with Sheree. You know how we do it, naked, unashamed, and unapologetic with our truth. And I'm going to bring you another very special guest. But before I jump into that, let me jump into this and let you know that you're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. And the viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. And without further ado, what's up, Savannah? It's your girl. I'm back for another thankful Thursday and another courageous conversation. I have a lovely lady on the line with me. We are still recording from home with this uh, COVID space, trying to be safe. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. I'm able to connect with people literally across the globe. And today is no different. Dr. Mary Seegers, are you on the line with me, sweetheart? Yes. Hello, Savannah. (laughs) (laughs) Hello to you, my darling. Thank you so much for being with us today. Your voice is being heard literally all over the world. And I just want to honor you in this moment and say thank you. You could have been anywhere but here, but you chose to be with us today. So thank you very much. Thank you. So before we get started, Dr. Seegers, I'm going to jump in and do what I affectionately call roll out the red carpet. I do that to honor each one of my guests and reading their bios and introducing you to the world, or at least my audience here in Savannah and those that listen to me every week around the world. So without further ado, who is Dr. Mary Seegers? Dr. Mary Seegers is the founder and CEO of Seegers Consulting Group. She's committed to providing entrepreneurs and businesswomen the needed tools to be the best leaders in corporate and personal environments. She is a certified leadership and transformational coach. Dr. Seegers has published two best-selling books, Power Talk, begins with Power Thought, and Wake Up the Leader Within You. Dr. Seegers conducts seminars on abundant life training, where the participants will learn their motivational gifts and how to relate to others. Other seminars she conducted are leadership development, personal accountability training, and how to map your life for success. In addition, Dr. Seegers offers one-on-one coaching as well as group coaching. She has served on several nonprofit boards, including the Board of Directors for Detroit YMCA. Is that YMCA? Or YWCA? No, it's the YWCA. I'm sorry, YWCA. Okay, YWCA. (laughs) And has been named to the Professional Women Network International Advisory Board for 2017 and 18. She has mentored young ladies through Alternative for Girls program. She received numerous certifications and accolades from Toastmasters International and Michigan Speakers Association. Dr. Seegers live in Michigan with her husband, and she loves to travel with her family. Again, welcome, my love. Thank you for being here. I certainly can relate to a lot of what I just read. Uh, The one that stood out the most was the transformational coaching. And I want to jump in right there, Dr. Seegers, and have you explain to us, what does that mean to you to be a transformational coach or leader? Great question. You know, we're going through the pandemic and we're going through uh, different transition. In fact, we were on a pause and it gave us time to really find out what do I want to do with my life? Do I want to continue in this mundane job or do I want to start out and, and branch out to do what I always wanted to do one day when I retire, you know, that one day thing. And so it's a, an opportunity to allow people to transform and intentionally design the life that they want to live. Wow. Now, I had a great question, but you equally had a great answer. And I love that. I've been saying that a lot now. If you ask a better question, you'll get a better answer. And you were ready. So I know 
you are really acquainted with this space of transformational leadership. You said some words that I, I absolutely adore uh, in that I'm not going to reiterate you, but I can tell that I'm speaking to someone that um, is a, a thought leader more than anything. But I love the fact that you said this is a pregnant pause. I insert pregnant. You said pause. So <laughs> this is a pregnant pause. This is actually a gift. Would you agree this whole COVID-19 space has been a perfect setup in many ways? Absolutely. From day one, I just got back from Egypt, speaking over in Egypt with a group. And I came back on March the 8th and I did a 14-day kind of reserve myself in and just kind of, you know, was watching what was going on in the world. And so I said, this is a great time to ponder, to reset, to re-motivate to get active again, to find out exactly what's going on, not only in my client's life, but in my life. So I, I really had to do some pivots and I really enjoyed that, that solitude time. It, it, it's perfect. It was a setup. It was. It, it, it really was. was. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, I totally agree with that, but I love one of your best-selling books is Power Talk Begins with Power Thought. And I believe as a person thinks, so is he. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about that, the importance of our thought life. I, there's another quote. I'm a lover of quotes. And mm -hmm. it said, thoughts becomes things. So choose the good ones. Oh, I love it. I'm a <laughs> quote, I love this uh, quote, too. I also like how uh, Henry Ford said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And it starts with our thought life. It is so important about our thinking. You know, what you think, I call it negative stinky thinking is not good for anyone, you know? Right, right. And so we have to really learn how to deliberately think on the things that's going to motivate us, that's going to be, propel us to do the thing, or to be our best, you know, to do the best things. Because if not, you know, I, I, I love to say this, if you don't like your life, change your thinking, to change yes. your, you know, so if you want to change, change your thinking. It starts there. It's, it does. It definitely starts. It's a direct correlation to what shows up in your life. And as I was saying earlier, I got into some good trouble uh, because I was seeking, I needed like 18 more guests for the remainder of the year to close out my year here uh, on the radio show. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, you made mention of being in Egypt at the beginning of the year. I'm not sure if you were with the Women Economic Forum or not. Were you with that group? I was. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. I was, yes. I was right okay. there. <laughs> well, well that's, that's the same place where I put out, I will call this casting a net. I cast okay. a net among those ladies that are connected to the Women's Economic Forum. And whoa, I didn't know what type of response I was going to get. But when I tell you that net broke. <laughs> so I'm right now. And the last time I look, I think there was almost 400 people who had responded. Wow. I needed 18. Mm. So I'm in good trouble right now. Really yeah. good trouble. So I'm going to honor as many as those of those responses as I can. Certainly, um, all of them won't go on the radio show, but I do have the podcast as well. So I think it's something going on with us girls, Dr. Seegers. There is something going on. We woke up and you were like, wait a minute, let's take this pregnant pause and say, what do I want to do with my life right Absolutely. now? That started with thinking. That started with reflection. That, <laughs> that started with going inward. And I think it directly affects how we show up and what we attract in our lives. What do you say about that? Do you agree? Oh. Totally agree. Totally. Before uh, I got involved with the Women Economic Forum, I was involved with some other organizations and, and they just had, they didn't have the motivation to get to the next level. You know, right, you know, right. talking is fine, but you know, once you get the talking, let's get some action. And so I really enjoy being around people who are you know, ready to take it to the next level. And it starts with your thinking. I started a mastermind group with a few people and we just kind of weeded out those that were just talkers, the naysayers. Yes. And now we got a good formal group that we can go forward in the net. In fact, we're putting the book together, uh, starting over after the pandemic. So, I mean, wow. you have to connect with the right people that have the same thought wave, you know, it's a thought leaders, you know, and people who are ready to make some things happen, take action. Yeah. 
Yeah, doers, not hearers only, but those that are making something happen. I know, I'm, I say all the time, and, you know, personality plays a lot into that. You have those that are more reserved. Yeah. I am a bull in a china shop. <laughs> don't, don't, listen, don't give me a challenge because I will take it head on. Like, I'm not afraid of doing that. Like, give me something to do, and we're going to make that thing happen. If yeah. it's in alignment with who I am. Exactly. I, I'm not going to sign up for everything, but if it's in alignment with who I am as an individual, uh, my morals, my values, you know, my belief systems, then I'm, I'm all in. Like, you don't have to sell me. Right. Because I already know it's like boundaries. We set those up. We know what we want. And I love Dr. Harbin. I love the platform that she's created. I didn't have an opportunity to go to Egypt this year. I did, however, go to New Delhi on last year and had plans to go to Egypt this year, but then life happened. And and I was stating earlier that I cast that net because, again, I'm a preparer. I like to be ready for things. I'm more proactive than reactive. I think there's a lot of people in this space today, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, that are really reacting to the pandemic instead of being proactive and creating plans and taking that pregnant pause and reflected and coming up with a, a plan for their life and really assessing what do I want? Am I truly living or am I existing? So I'm just, I'm really just unpacking your book, the power. Oh God, I got to look back at it again. My thing went off. Power talk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Power talk. Begins with power thought. Yeah. Yes, begins with power thought. I was all over it and couldn't even see it and have glasses on. Forgive me, Savannah. <laughs> power okay. talk begins with power thought. And we're talking about a courageous conversation. How many times from your perspective and as you reflect on your own book, do you think you have to get outside of your comfort zone and be courageous enough to really tap into those powerful talks, because this is a powerful talk that we're having today. But let's unpack that. Like, what courage does it take to be willing to do that? You have to willing to step outside of that comfort zone. And that means do it even though you're afraid, you know. (laughs) Fear is going to be there. That's not going to be eliminated, okay? It's like those little butterflies in your stomach to your public, public speaking. But the thing is, you have to take one step at a time to get out of that comfort zone. Because, you know, if you get in that comfort zone, you get too relaxed, you get lazy, you're not motivated. So, and you need to be around people who will encourage you and challenge you to step up and, and to step over, you know, because fear is going to always be there. But guess what? Fear is that I like to say this is false evidence appearing real. Right. So what about it? You have to go ahead and do what you have to do. I could tell you a short story. My grandson was trying out for a basketball team and he's good. I have to, you know, but uh, he was going around a lot of going among other people that were just as well. But he said, you know what? If I never do it, I would never know how good I am. So he went out there. Of course he made the basketball team. I'm rooting all the way. And out of the the mouths of babes, I was so encouraged. If this, you know, 12 year old kid telling me, you know, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, but guess what? I'm going to still do it. I'll never know how good I can be unless I do it. And that's why I want you to say, you got to be proactive. You got to roll up your sleeves and get involved and just do it anyway. As my mentor told me me years ago, and it stayed with me, either you're going to win or you're going to learn, but there's never no losing about it. Okay. That's right. Absolutely. he, He or she was absolutely spot on. Yeah. I, I love what you're saying. Fear, yeah, I think many times people um, allow fear to paralyze them. But you said very clearly that fear is going to always be there. It's not going to be eliminated. But do it anyway. Do it afraid. Yes. Do it afraid. I love that. And you said to take it one step at a time. Whatever it is, one step at a time. If you take one step today, it's closer than you were yesterday. So keep moving. I think consistency is key. And then you were talking about the new book and uh, uh, having a support system around you. But I am going to presume that you're talking about an accountability tribe. You're saying, let's not just talk about it, but let's do something. And so to put that support system around there, that's going to hold you accountable to what you say. Absolutely. 
And, you know, it's so important to have that support because that, that will strengthen you, you know, iron sharpen iron. Absolutely. So when you are with people who say, you know, guess what? Do it anyway. You know, go ahead and you could do this thing. You got this, you know, and it builds your confidence up and you feel more secure stepping out and doing those kind of things. My husband is my number one cheerleader. I, tell I was going to ask you, who, who <laughs> is that for you? He's my number one, other than God, of course, but he is my number one cheerleader. Uh, when I was going for my doctorate program, he said, Mary, you can do it. You've gone this far. You could go ahead, just take one step at a time and do it. He said, get out the house, go to the library, study. You know, don't come back without studying. When I wrote, wow. my, first, when I wrote my book, he said, you're getting out the house because you got to write another chapter. Like, okay, honey. <laughs> and so he challenged me and he pushed me and he encouraged me and he loved on me. And that really, really uh, was the, the number one thing that made me, I can do this thing. You know, yeah. and when I win, we all win. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You do it for the entire family, right? Absolutely. So my question for you is, I, I hear that. I understand how important to have those external support systems but the biggest cheerleader is always the woman or the man in the mirror. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So how important is it for us to have those talks with ourselves? Because we got a little, it's called negative chatter. It's just going all this conversation in our head all the time, be it positive or negative. Right. This mind is going, I don't know about your mind, but my mind is going constantly. Tell us how important is it or why is it so important that we talk to ourselves? Especially for those that are thinking, that's crazy. It is not crazy. You're already doing it. Absolutely. Einstein said those that talk to themselves are geniuses. So I am a genius. You are a genius. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but I love it. I love it. I know you would love that quote. Yes. But the main thing why we need to talk to ourselves because we are listening to ourselves. And it's so important that we're not sabotaging ourselves. We're not discouraging ourselves. We're not killing our joy but we're building ourselves up. And in my book, I always said, I have at the end, affirmation, daily affirmation, just like we take a shower every day, just like we brush our teeth every day, comb our hair, put our makeup on, get in that mirror and say, you are brilliant. Yes, yes. You accomplish all of your goals that you had today. You're gonna do great things. You're gonna do awesome. You're gonna meet the right people. I mean, you have to speak that to yourself. And sometimes, I think I did a survey when I was writing this book, where do you talk to yourself at? And some people said in the closet. So not in the closet. But my car was my place. You know, it was right. my right. And sometimes the bathroom. I have to <laughs> Always the bathroom. I know, I know. And even I had my little quotes put up there, you know, so that I can encourage myself, affirm myself, and just go ahead and, and be out there in the world. Because let me tell you something. Nobody cares about you like you, you care for yourself. And self-care is so important. And, and speaking positive, I said, speak love, truth, and, and peace to yourself. And then you could go out and speak it to others. But it starts with the woman and the men in the mirror, for sure. No, I think, I think that you're spot on. That is so essential. We're talking about uh, these essential oils. You know, we put candles up and we're smelling that and how that aroma directly impacts our moods, right? But I also think from a standpoint of motivation and transformation, like I love all of that, um, hearing it, you're talking about the affirmations, those daily affirmations. I love that. You are brilliant, right? Yes. And at first, you know, uh, I'm going to say married affectionately. Miss Mary, at first it might feel uncomfortable. It might feel odd or weird. Like, oh, Sheree, I love you. Like, what? <laughs> it says, that's weird. Do it. Do it until it feels so good and yummy and like you love it and you look forward to it. But how does it feel when you do say to yourself, you are brilliant. You can do this, girl. One more step. You're almost there. You're going to meet the connections that you need to make. You guys are going to do something amazing. You're going to change lives. You're going to make a difference. You are making a difference. I don't like when we look over the now for mm -hmm. tomorrow. Let's own and have gratitude in today. In this moment, you got it right now. I love that. That is just absolutely brilliant. But I think when it's something happens when we activate Dr. Seegers, all of our senses. So I'm a faith girl and I know that faith comes by hearing 
right? So something happens when you hear it. So the speaking it out, the daily affirmations, you're, you're doing two things one time. You're mm -hmm. hearing it, you're seeing it as you're reading it. So you're talking about the placement of it wherever. I love that. And here's another thing is my point, And I'm going to come back to my next question is I started, um, this might sound weird, <laughs> but for sake of sounding weird, I don't care because this is my platform. <laughs> and hopefully it'll help you. I, if you come into my house right now, I have some of my favorite photos of myself. Believe it or not, when, you, when other people are always saying you're beautiful, you're beautiful, many times you don't really take the time to own that. And so what I've done, I took my favorite photos and I printed them out. And they are now literally all over my house. So you get to see yourself, on, particularly on those challenging days when you're not feeling your best, you might be feeling a little discouraged. You get to see yourself at an unconscious level around you. And so every room I go in, I see a gorgeous photo of myself. I mean, gorgeous. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> when I go in there, even if, listen, I have no makeup on today. I look like Kermit the Frog, right? I have no brows, but I, I mean, I think I still look okay. You're but beautiful. when I go into beautiful. these rooms, yeah, we, I mean, we're still in the COVID space. So I haven't been getting all doll up, you know, with makeup and such to go out. Why? Why waste that product? I'm not doing that. So. <laughs> Look, we're going to be as natural as possible. I still have gorgeous skin. So we moisturize, we move on. All right, guys. Sorry. <laughs> that was a small tangent there. But when I walk into my living room, yeah. when I go in my bedroom, mm. I'm in my office, the pictures that really speak to my heart and say, girl, you are bomb.com when you took that photo. Oh, girl, you look like the B-O-S-S -S all day long in that photo. Those subtle things just really inspire me. Just a glimpse of it, you know, and it said, wow, you are really beautiful. So if we're not even saying it, we're seeing it. So I'm saying activate your senses, all of it, the smell the taste, the touch, the hearing, activate it all. Because affirmation, I think many times we think, just put up a quote somewhere and read it to yourself or verbally say it out loud. But don't forget, put those subtle reminders up around you, even if it's your favorite scent. I like serenity. There's a scent that Walmart used to sell. They don't have it anymore. But I have aromatherapy, little gadget. And I put that in there. Just, you know, just change the atmosphere of the room of where you yeah. are. All that stuff pours into you. It's about self care. That's what you were just talking about. And nobody else is going to care for us like we care for ourselves. So what are some steps to have a powerful life from your perspective that you take? Be kind to yourself, you know, especially during this time now, a lot of people might've had family members affected by the pandemic, but learn how to be kind to yourself. We're kind to our mail person, we're kind to our paper deliverer, we're kind to the Amazon <laughs> drop-off boy, you know, be, learn how to be kind to yourself, number one. Appreciate and know how to love yourself, you know, for who you are. You know, it is what it is, the good, like you said earlier, the good, bad, and the, and the ugly. Because um, you, this is all you got is you, you know. Amen, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's and a guarantee, right? <laughs> you may be single right now and you're thinking, oh my God, I want to date again or I want to get in a relationship. Look in the mirror. Look around. I understand that's a goal right. or, you know, a desire. Uh -huh. But who, who is there? Like, you are there. And uh, date yourself first. Yeah. I, I believe that. Date yourself. And then when it's time, we're talking about being that magnet. What we mm -hmm. put out is what we get back. We reap what you sow. Once you start mm -hmm. loving yourself, girl or guy, watch mm -hmm. that person be right there. That is so true. That is so true. In fact, I did a seminar when I had people to actually go out to dinner by themselves you know you be really you be and it was hard for people to do that believe See? it or not. Like, i've gone to a five-star restaurant and i said you know they, they seated me will anyone be joining you i said no just me myself and i you know? <laughs> and i had a wonderful meal and a wonderful time when the company with my own company so we got to learn how to you know take care of ourselves and love ourselves for who we are yeah you know, one of, one of the favorite things, I had a women's retreat, Dr. Seegers, in January of 2017. I can't believe it's already been three years ago. 
And wow. uh, the name, the name of the retreat, I was inspired by a scripture, I believe it's second John mm -hmm. three that says, beloved above all things, I hope that you would prosper even as your soul prosper. And the name of the retreat was called Wealthy Woman Connection Retreat. And I'm a former banker. So most times people attribute the word wealth to money. Mm -hmm. But based on that scripture, he says that I want you to be in health, even as your soul prospers, you know, so mm -hmm. every area of our life, when we look at uh, wellness, holistically, spiritually, mm -hmm. emotionally, financially, mentally, you name it, yeah. all of that, he wants us to prosper. And so that's what I wanted to just love on. I had about 15 women there Ooh. that we poured into them. But the mm -hmm. biggest takeaway that I gave them was to know that they are the treasure, that we women are treasures. We are treasures. And so you, to your point of learning how to love ourselves, and I love that about dating yourself. I dated myself. I went to brunch a few years ago, and it's something amazing that happens when you're at the right place at the right time, yeah. right? Absolutely. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to date me. I'm taking myself to brunch, and I wanted to listen to some jazz, and I wanted to have this fabulous environment you know and so I right. just to a restaurant here and that day I met one of my favorite actresses she has now become one of my favorite actresses but I saw her but I was a little bit I don't know if I was intimidated or I just didn't care and I don't mean it negatively I'm just not like a paparazzi fan I'm not like that I like my space I, listen you don't tell a person like me to date myself because I do that very easily and I don't say that in arrogance I'm just really comfortable in my skin yes so I saw her and I thought it was her but this was like okay Dr. Seegers this is my time I'm not sharing this space I don't know when I'm getting this space back I don't care who you are this is my time <laughs> And so I saw her and I saw her and I, I thought about it, but you know how you say something, you just kind of put it in the back of your mind. Right. Um, and so that was me. And then I, so I just went back in my own bubble because I was really going to enjoy this moment. And uh, I, she was standing behind me talking to two other ladies. And I had this purse that I bought, nice little girly purse. She complimented me on the bag. All right. This potential celebrity, right? And I was like, well, thank you, right? But I'm close to it and I'm still in my world. And right. I, I went on about my business. It's like, okay, thank you, girl. You know, whatever. And I went off. Come to find out, I get back home. And you know how the thing keeps, it's in your mind. You're like, oh, this just annoying me. Like, I wonder if that was her. Right. And so I get back home, go on Facebook and sent her an inbox message and said, Somebody complimented me on this bag that looks like you. Was that you? <laughs> Only my personality would do something like I, that. I love it. I love it. And she responded. It was Renee Lawless, who the show comes back on air tonight. She uh, airs in The Have and the Have Nots with Tyler Perry. Oh, yes. Yes. And it was her. She responded. And we have become like this. It's Look crazy. It's crazy. And so she actually <laughs> sent a greeting to my ladies when I held the retreat uh -huh. in Savannah, but that that's not it. I'm talking about right place, right time. And I'm not going to steal all your thunder. This is your show today. What I'm happened? enjoying that story. Now I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how crazy life happens. So I met Renee in Savannah at the Aqua Spa. And then about a month later, I am in Jacksonville, Florida right. in a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. and a lady walks in well actually my husband allowed this lady to go in front of us okay. and the lady turns around to me and she says do you watch the have and have nots I said yes ma'am she said well my daughter is Renee Lawless it was Renee's mother I said you kidding me I just met your daughter in Savannah wow of her mother with me and sent her the picture and then I think she just fell in love with me even more then because right, our, right. And now both of our moms have now passed. So uh -huh. that was just this beautiful, beautiful moment. I did not mean to tell you that entire story, but yeah, that was a good connection there. That was it awesome. Was, it was absolutely amazing. It, you, <laughs> you attract what you put out. I believe yeah. that. And so to yeah. your point, to your book, power talk begins with power thoughts. I really, really want you 
to talk about that. And let me ask you this question. In fact, we're going to break, Savannah. I'm just on a roll today. I'm enjoying Dr. Seagar so much. We're going to take a quick break, Savannah. We'll be right back with you. The Savannah Art Association will celebrate its 100th anniversary with a historic auction of 100 works of art lasting 100 days from September 15th to December 15th, 2020. This online auction is intended to give its member artists an opportunity to display their craft while raising much-needed funds to support the broad range of Savannah Art Association member services. For more information, call 912-232-7731 or visit www.savart1920.com. The fate of the nation is at stake on November 3, 2020. It is your right and duty to vote on or before that day. If you are not registered, registration to vote on November 3rd is available in Georgia until October 5th. Registration and voting are simple procedures, and yet they are two of the most important acts that you can take to preserve our democracy. More information can be found at www.vote.org. How many times have you heard WRUU's corporate underwriting message? If you remember it, then your potential customers remember your message as well. We are offering this space to connect corporate and institutional partners with our loyal and active listeners. Underwriting on WRUU is short, so listeners don't tune out. It's exclusive, so your message won't be lost in advertising clutter. And it supports Savannah's only community radio station. For a marketing package to increase your reach beyond traditional media, email underwriting at wruu.org. And we are back. You're listening to another episode with Courageous Conversations with Sheree. I said you're watching, Savannah. Stay tuned. We're going to jump into the second half of this episode with Dr. Mary Seeger. She is the author of Power Talk, begins with Power Thoughts. And our self-talk must build us up and not tear us down. Dr. Seegers is also a transformational coach. And we're just talking about so much about being empowered. If I had to put a topic on this conversation, this is very empowering. And it's so much more than just inspiration. Because you're a doer, Dr. Seegers. You like to get her done. And so motivation, yes but transformation is also meeting yourself where you are taking a moment to reflect on where you want to go and then doing the work, putting the work in. Would you agree, Dr. Seegers? Absolutely. One of my favorite uh, things is saying, roll up your sleeves and get the work done. I mean, you know, talk is great, but you have to be about the action, you know, and so it's more about being a doer Let's talk and just do what you got to do and do it well, do it in excellence. I know that's the beginning of everything right there, you know. That's an excellent segue. So, you know, it sounds like you and I have done our work and we're on the other side of whatever that pain was, whatever that trauma was, whatever those trials and those challenges was. Yes, we have gotten over them. Yes, there will be more. Yes, we're dealing with things even right now, although we're living on top of those circumstances, we're not allowing those circumstances to suffocate us. In the midst of that, we are persevering. So what do you say as our listeners are listening to this, and this is two bubbly ladies and they're on cloud nine, they're enjoying life, they're turning it up like the young people say. How can people live their best life in the midst of troubling times. I think it's a decision. If I had to answer, I'd say it's a decision. You make your mind up. But I want to hear from you, Dr. Seegers. Great question. And I totally agree with you. It is more than a decision because once you make the decision, follow through and make sure you do everything that you need to make that thing manifest in your life. During this time with the pandemic, I had a very close uh, relative. In fact, she's my niece. She was on the ventilator. I mean, and we couldn't go visit her. I mean, it was just horror, horror. And I would call the hospital and talk to the nurse. And I said, just tell her that I love her, you know, whisper in her ear, tell her that auntie love her. And I thanked her for her service and what she's doing. And she said, thank you. No one ever actually said thank you to me. And I said, I want to thank you for being a nurse, you know. And so I'll tell you the story because she came out of, after four weeks being on the ventilator, she was weak and she had to go through rehab. 
but I would call her and I would just say, you can do this. You've come this far. You are a fighter. You are a winner. You're going to survive. And so she is doing much, much better now. And she's on her way. Isn't that powerful? But she said, yeah. you calling and talking to me. I can hear you in my ear saying, come on, you got to do this thing. You, you got it. You know, you're a winner. And I, I, you'd be surprised how words can have such an impact, even on a person who's laying there, can't hear anything and can't do anything. But those words are so powerful. And so we have to make sure that we speak it and then we start doing it. Words are powerful. I love mm-hmm. that. So there's a consistent theme, I think, through our, our conversation today is it is not enough to have a dream, set a goal. You got to do something. You got to do something. You said follow through to be consistent is what I'm hearing. You mentioned the nurse and how you were very thankful of the service that she gave to your niece. Thankfully, she came out of this thing. So we really are grateful for that. But more importantly, you're saying the words have power and you kept speaking into your niece who at the time was so weak, you said on a ventilator, but it was something in your words. Your words was just as essential to your niece as it was the nurse that was caring for her physically. Wow. Absolutely. Yes. They're essential. Yes, absolutely. That's why I said power talk. Don't just talk, you know, just talking about foolishness and things that has no relevance, you know. But when you talk, you speak with power, you know, and and that anointing (laughs) and that, you know, the intent of what the words mean, you know. When I tell my husband I love him, I don't say I love you, you know, it's with feeling, it's with conviction, it's with all the within me. Yeah. And so you have to speak. That's why I said power talk begins with even your power thoughts you know it it goes back to to how we how we express that thing and how we you know it's coming from our very essence of who we are right so give us a demonstration of dr mary seegers working with a new coaching client what is something that you say to them to immediately give them that injection of b12 you know it's an energy boost what is it that you say to speak <laughs> life over them, to get them so fired up to say, you know what, I need you in my life? Great question. Great question. Thank you for that question. Um, I had, um, most recently, I had, we were doing the Zoom uh, meeting and my facial expression plus, you know, I'm talking with my hands and she was talking quite negatively about herself. You know, I lost my job, I, this and that. I said, okay, you have 10 seconds to talk negatively about yourself. Okay, go ahead. And I'm timing her. I Uh said, enough of that. Enough of that. I said, what are you going to do about your situation? I said, I'm just your coach. I'm alongside here. I'm not going to do it for you, but I'm going to let you know that if you, whatever you want to do, I'm going to make sure that you do it. And so she listed a few things. She wanted to take up um, whatever it was, something about learning how to do medical billing. I said, look on the internet. And start searching out where you can pick. You could probably do a class online. You could learn how to do that. In other words, I would not allow her to not get out of the what she said she was going to do. And I said, you know what? You're going to be accountable not only to yourself, but you're going to be accountable to me. And she said, you know, you were a little rough with me, but I knew that your intent was for the good for me, you know. And she said, I, you motivated me. You got me mad. But you know what? I knew it was genuine. I knew it was, it was love that you were trying to, you know, bestow on me. And so she's already done her building, uh, medical building. She's doing that now. And so I didn't give her a chance to be, you know, uh, woe is me. Life is not going to be a bowl of cherries. Guess what? If you get lemons, make some lemonade. And don't put artificial sugar in it. Put the real sugar in it. Okay. <laughs> So I try to let them know that, you know, we have options in life. And when we make those decisions, what we're going to do, you got to, like I said, again, follow through and follow up on all those decisions. Because we make a thousand decisions in a day, but which one is really manifested and made an impact in our lives? Very good. Listen, you just said that you would support her in whatever she wanted to do. I think you would only support her if she wanted to come out of it. Like, because you set a limit, like you, you said, you allowed her to have some pity, have a pity party to have a quick tantrum 
Mm-hmm. But you set a limit. You said, okay, this is enough, enough. Yeah. I'm not going to allow you to remain stuck in that. I have a, a fabulous mentor in uh, Sydney, Australia, who said to me, he asked me a question and he already knew he was going to counter what I said. <laughs> but I mean, with my personality, you got to be pretty straightforward like that. And, and I can take it. But he said to me, he asked me a question. Mm-hmm. If I could change it, how would I change it? Knowing that I could not change it because it was already done. But, but I went on a tangent. I would do this, 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 this. He was like, no, you, you, right. you can't. And he said, Cherie, allow life to touch you, but don't get stuck. So in the moment, if mm. you're experiencing grief, grieve. In the moment, if you're experiencing sadness, experience sadness. In the moment, if you're angry, be angry. Mm-hmm. But there's a scripture that says be angry and sin not. So I don't know why people think they cannot get upset. Yes, you're human. It is okay. But don't stay there. Like, don't do anything out of character based yeah. on an emotion. Allow that emotion to run its course. Mm-hmm. So because true. we're human. We're human. It is okay. It is okay yeah. to be happy. But I can use a little bit more happiness. <laughs> you can. I can use a little bit more excitement. <laughs> I can yeah. use a little bit more fun. <laughs> because it's natural for me to work, 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 work. I think that's the thing. We have to be careful. We're saying, don't just be here as only, just don't set an intention, but to follow up and do. But then there's us personalities that likes to do, 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 that we don't know how to stop. Exactly. And rest. You have to have a balance. You really have to be balanced. Absolutely. A short story with you. It's in my book as well. A lady, I was at TJ Maxx, one of my favorite stores, and yes. she- lady in front of me was going through her purse, you know, and, and she was just, you know, having a problem trying to find her wallet. And I could see the cashier was getting a little, you know, man, what do you, what do you got to do? What do you got to do? And she just hit her head. Oh, I'm so stupid. I left my wallet in my other purse. I didn't even know this woman. I said, don't you ever call yourself stupid. You made a mistake. Right. It's not the end of the world. In fact, let me, let me pay for your stuff and then my stuff too. And I said, oh Lord, I hope I got enough money on my card. You know? But the thing is, it just did something to me when she said that to herself. I said, don't you ever call yourself that. I said, you know why? Because your mind going to think, okay, she said, I'm stupid. I got to do something else stupid to manifest that thing again. I said, it was just a mistake. I said, let me pay for your bill. And she said, how can I pay you back? And I gave her my business card. She was one of my clients. This might have been several years back. But yeah. she had become a client. And she's a very confident and um, well-spoken woman about herself and others. Be careful what you say because you are listening to yourself. Okay? Yeah, 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 that's right. Be careful what you say because you are listening to yourself. I love that. That is so good. So we're talking about you know, how can we live our best life in the midst of troubling times and challenges? I want to ask you a follow-up question is, how can someone turn their life around? Wow. Excellent question. And it's just a matter, like we were talking earlier, as a decision. And maybe you need some uh, professional help with that, meaning a, a certified coach or sometimes even a counselor or someone that will allow you to make those changes in your life. You know, with the teamwork will make the dream work. And sometimes mm-hmm. you can't do it on your own. You know, you lost your job, a sudden divorce, or you find yourself, you know, by yourself now, or your spouse suddenly dies. Things happen in life, okay? But that yeah. doesn't mean that it's the end of the life for you. You have to just pick yourself back up, you know, and allow yourself to reinvent yourself. You know, I was talking about pivot. My husband and I like to do ballroom dancing. He does, we do a lot of pivoting on our dance steps. Awesome. <laughs> so, um, but sometimes you're going one way and you have to turn around the other way because that is a detour. You have to make those de- decisions to change your course of living, you know. And life is what you make it, you know. It's Absolutely. not always uh, having the best, but being the best, uh, but it's what's going to make you happy. You know, I always say success is so individualized, you know, my success may be different what your success is. Correct. That's what makes you happy, power to you. That's what makes me happy, power to me, you know. So we have to really know who we are. And like you said, be comfortable in your own skin and to know that you are the main person who will make choices about your life and don't allow other people's opinion to be your, your life. It's just that, their opinion. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. 
Before we, we shift, we're down to the last few minutes in today's show, believe it or not. Dr. Seegers, how does one contact you if they want to work with you or get more information and just connect with you? Great question. Uh, of course, they want my book, Power Talk Begins with Power Thoughts. It is on Amazon under Dr. Mary Seegers. And my second book is uh, Wake Up the Leader Within You. It's also on Amazon. I would love for you to uh, have those in your library. And uh, the best way they can reach, I'm working on my website right now. I told her I need my website quickly. So the best way is probably through Facebook, Power Talk uh, with Dr. Mary Seegers. Of course, I can give my email address, marysegers737 at gmail.com. And I would love to connect with you. I would love to uh, just to share share with others. I, I love people as well. And I know I'm here. My assignment is to make sure that people know that they are loved and they can do more than they think they can. You know, yeah. there's so much more potential within each of us. That is fabulous. Thank you so much for that. And I have another question for you, for those that are listening, and they want to know how can they find the courage to tap into their own greatness? You sound like a woman who is sure of herself and her purpose, her why. I think it's Mark Twain that says the two most important days of your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. So it sounds like you know your why. But how can someone else, why don't you pay that forward and help our audience know how, from your perspective, do you think that they could tap into their own uh, greatness? Find the courage to do that. I love that. And that's what it's going to take is courage. You have to really be honest and truthful with yourself. You know, get to know who you are. And it's almost like peeling that onion back to get, you know, taking off all the pretense and all of the, what people expect me and get to the very essence of who you are. And once you get that, you learn how to love that. I always call it the little kid inside of you, you know, because we didn't have any uh, limitations when we were children. We were open and free and our spirit was so open. But then when we become grownups, you know, we know how to put on the facade. We know how to do the, the, you know, all that's required kind of a thing. But be free and honest with yourself, number one, is how to get in touch with yourself. And then allow yourself to really enjoy who you are, you know, and it might be a good thing to even ask some of your close friends, or even some of your enemies, if you will, who do you think I am? Or, or what, what can you say about me? And listen to that very carefully and, and listen to what other people are saying about you, not to take stock in it, but it's just interesting to see what other people are thinking about you, but it's always required. Who do you say that you are? You know, right. uh, one chapter in my book is, um, it's called, um, they talked about Jesus Christ, so expect them to talk about you. So don't get hung up on the talking about. And it was an episode when my, I was wearing glasses uh, since I was in the first grade, and they were calling me four-eyeders. And my mother said, uh, when I came home, she said, well, Mary, what do you say about yourself? You know, it doesn't care, because people are always going to talk about somebody. They talked about Jesus. They talked about, you know, great people. You know, you must be great in somebody's eyes. But who do you say you are? Yeah, she was building self-confidence, self-esteem in me at that moment. Even though I wanted her to go to school and say, that girl, they talk about this. <laughs> but she didn't do that. She went directly to the heart of the matter and said, it doesn't matter what people say. They're always going to say something. Who, what are you saying about yourself? Yeah. Get to know who little Mary is. I was named after my mother. Oh, beautiful. And I was able to fall in love with that little girl, four eyes and all and know how gifted I was because, uh, you know, you just had to have that confidence. Yeah. So the best way is like to get to know you, be honest with yourself, brutally honest about yourself uh, to yourself. Yeah. No, I love that. And listen, when I was younger, I wanted to wear glasses <laughs> and now it's a must. <laughs> so, and I like those specs you got on. Those are some oh my God. Thank you so much. I I really like I, I think I'm really tripping out though. I'm thinking I literally can't see. You should see me sometimes. I'll literally take the glasses off and I think I'm just stunned that I really can't see anymore. It's like what? What happened to my eyes? You know, I don't know, maybe it comes with age when you try to get up real fast and then you get a pain in the back and it's like, oh, <laughs> Where did that come from? Is this my life today? <laughs> Listen, my I'm making light of that, the whole four eyes thing. Listen, I love wearing glasses now. I think it's just kind of bizarre that I literally can't see anymore. 
it's just it, like you said, life is happening, you know, and either you're going to find the silver lining in it or you're going to find something to complain about. I refuse. There's too much to have gratitude for and to be grateful for. But you got to look for it. It's, it's a, a choice. At the end of the day, it's a choice. And it comes back to mindset. How are you thinking? But what I love about our conversation today, Dr. Seegers, is that you didn't just come up with these beautiful sayings. You know, it's a nice little quote here and there, but you gave practical application. And I think my audience certainly appreciates that as well, because there's so many quote unquote coaches out today uh, that, that the whole industry has become inundated. There's certainly a lot of voices in the world today as well. It's like, which one do I listen to? So I'm so grateful for my very loyal audience that listens to me and they understand uh, that listens to the show every week and they understand that every guest that I bring on, I'm here to serve them. Like we're not just trying to sell another book or coaching package. I believe when you resonate with people and they really want it, that they'll get it. I do. I don't think it has to be a hard sell. Mm -hmm. If I see something that I really want, I know it when I see it. Absolutely. And I believe that those that have um, certainly you've connected with the day, they can see the gift that you are. You are certainly a treasure. It's been an absolute honor to be with you today. Is there any last words, Dr. Seeger, that you want to leave with our audience today? I just want to personally thank you for allowing me to be on your show. I, I, I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. And I, I think we have a kindred spirit and I just love your, your, your personality. And I just want to thank you. Thank your audience and uh, live life to the fullest. Absolutely. Yes. Live to the fullest. Live life. To, we're going to do that. Yeah. Savannah, it has been another beautiful episode of Courageous Conversations with Shree. And I want you to put your hands together for Dr. Mary Seeger. So beautiful. Power talk begins with power thoughts. So watch that, watch your thoughts, be careful what you say to yourself because you, my darling, or you handsome are always listening. And without further ado, that's another episode of Courageous Conversations with Cherie. I want to remind you that the viewpoints expressed in the preceding program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its staff, or its license holder. And until next Thursday, Savannah, I want to say take care and see you soon.